Next on News for the Soul, Bridging Realms with Becca. Becca believes our pain has the power to set us free if we are brave enough to access it. As is a survivor of sexual, physical, and emotional abuse, she used shadow work and her ability to communicate with spirit in the unseen realms to move through helplessness, self-blame, and humiliation and reclaim her life. Through training in energy healing and shadow work, energy tantra, and archetypal embodiment, Becca now uses her knowledge to empower other women to unleash their own power, speak their truth, and reclaim full acceptance of who they are. Please welcome Becca back to News for the Soul. Heidi ho there. It is Miss Becca, 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 and I hope everybody survived the holidays, the new year, and all of these crazy astrological things that are happening right now. <laughs> um, I know it's a lot. So um, the work that I share with you guys during the show is based on my own experience of abuse and how spirit showed me use to use this pain I was dealt to make me stronger and get me out of survival mode and back to the truth of who I am. So um, I would share these things with you, hopefully to empower you, all of you, um, women, men, whatever, to be able to use your own pain to set yourselves free from whatever you might be experiencing that doesn't necessarily feel like freedom. And today we are going to chat about um, can you have safety without survival? So that is our topic today. And the reason this came up was based on an experience that I literally had uh, last night where I was just spending time in reflection and started just saying out loud because I'm a big proponent of saying things out loud so that I can't um, hide in my nervous system, you know, that at least I have the phrase where it's like, if I don't say it out loud, it isn't real. Uh, so I want it to be real. And I was saying out loud how I really felt. And I noticed myself feeling the absence of survival mode. And I was like, oh God, like I don't, it's been there so long. I didn't even know what I would be without it. My safety has been completely 100% plugged into and dependent on my survival mode. And for most people in any kind of trauma, this is definitely the case. It's just part of what your unconscious nervous system does in order to keep you alive. And um, yay to the nervous system for keeping us alive. But when your safety is constantly tied up in that, you start believing that this is just the way it is, that I'm constantly going to have to be shut down, cut off from my heart, and not be able to do the things I want or have the things I want or be able to even connect with people, allowing love in the way that I you know, truly down here want. And a lot of the times, depending on what level of trauma you've got, there's very specific phrases that we say about ourselves, like, we're stupid to want that. Who are you to think that you deserve that? This is how we beat up on ourselves, right? And honestly, yeah, some of that might have been learned with however you grew up or the trauma you experienced. But what happens is it becomes part of the survival mode that's built in to keep you safe. If I keep beating myself up, that's how I make sure that I 
keep myself down so I don't open my heart so that I can stay safe, right? And again, a lot of this is so unconscious. We're not necessarily aware that we're doing this. Most of us, nobody I know wants to be beating up on themselves on purpose, right? We, we, we know we do it, but we don't know how to get out of it because we hear the words. And we wish we knew how to change it, but we don't. And part of it is because these two things have been tied together, safety and survival. So let's talk about, like, what, what is safety? What the hell is that without survival? What, what, what is that, right? Safety is freedom from risk or danger, right? And honestly, I mean, if we just look at life in general, part of me just laughs at this because saying yes to being a body on this earth, I think, you know, some of us forwent safety, period, because I think you can't know if you're going to be safe from danger all the time. But I, you know, for the sake of this, there are two types of safety that I am aware of. I'm sure there's a lot more, but these are the two we're discussing today. There's physical safety and emotional safety, right? And the two are intertwined. But in my opinion, you can have an emotionally safe life and still experience physical danger from time to time or physical unsafety and get back to the truth of who you are. You can still get back to safety if it was a one-time event or you had good help getting out, understanding what happened. Um, but these and people that go through that typically know how to recover, right? But when the physical safety is constant and pervasive and you can count on it to continually happen through your life, Emotional safety cannot survive. And so for those people or us people, because I'm one of those people, um, it starts to become the same thing. Okay? And to the point where once we're out of the actual, like maybe physical stuff isn't happening anymore, to us, and like for me, I've been physically safe for probably like since I was 13, I'm almost 53, so 40 years. But my nervous system still would act through a good chunk of those decades as if it were still happening, right? Because my emotional safety was compromised. My emotional safety said, no, we're not safe. It could happen at any minute. We didn't expect it to happen then. It was a shock to our system. So if I never let down, I will always be prepared for the hammer to fall, right? Or the shoe to drop. Here's, these are the phrases, again, that we all hold collectively in our bodies, okay? That's what I'm talking about here. So for those of you this is resonating with, I want you to just check in with yourself. First, just breathe, Okay. I know I'll ever, just, I should probably make a disclaimer on this every time that the stuff I can talk about on here can definitely be triggering to you. Um, and I want you to know that it's okay. There's a reason we trigger it. That's part of shadow work. The reason we trigger it is to allow the sensation of trigger to happen in your body and know you are safe now in this moment. So it's about tolerating the uncomfortable feeling and 
rewriting a new story around that. And for God's sake, if you are not safe when this is happening, please get help. But for those of you who who had things happen in childhood or whatever that stuck with you, and this doesn't have to be something that was like abusive or whatever. It could just be any pattern that got stuck in your body that makes you feel unsafe, right? It doesn't have to be a big, massive thing. It could just be your inner conversations with yourself, the way you speak to yourself that maybe somebody in early childhood did, and now you beat up on yourself all the time, and you don't know why. That's all still here. It doesn't have to look big and scary, okay? I want to make sure that anybody that's got any part of this in their system just feels validated here, okay? So if there's a pattern that you're dragging around with you that that causes you to... Constantly doubt yourself, criticize yourself, judge yourself, beat up on yourself, and nothing is bad is happening to you right now. You are my people. This is what we're talking about. You have this pattern, all right, because it's a pattern of safety, and I want you to know that. You're not crazy. You're not stupid. There is nothing wrong with you and nothing is your fault. This is how your nervous system learned to behave in the world before you had choice and rationale to figure it out. Okay? So this is what we're talking about. This emotional safety. So when you allow yourself to be triggered in this moment with the same, like, usually for me, I'll explain my triggers. It's like when I used to hear this stuff, before I got comfortable talking about it, would be like, oh my God, my heart is racing. I'm feeling seen, but I want to hide. I don't want her to look at me. I don't want people to know I have this. I need to just hold my breath and shut this feeling down. Right? That's what would happen in my system. So instead, what I learned to do was not hold my breath, not shut it down, let the racing happen, Watch all the voices in my head try to rationalize what's happening. So when I had panic attacks, my voices used to tell me, you're having a heart attack, you're, you're going to die, you're, you should be locked up, right? These are all the stories that the mind does to try to make sense of what's happening in the body. Just let that go. Let the sensation continue. Don't believe any of the stories your mind wants to tell about. It is just a sensation. So instead of telling the stories, you start telling yourself, the heart is racing, not my heart. The heart is racing. The breath is short. And just go slow here, okay? Go very slow with these words. We're not trying to fix it. We're allowing it to be here. And we're creating a new sense of safety in your body right now by doing this. Okay? We're allowing it to have its expression. Just like you wanted to have your expression when you were a child and maybe you didn't get to have it. And part of you is in there fighting for it still. This is what we're doing. This is just an expression of your nervous system trying to get back to the truth of who you are. So deep breath. And if you're feeling the trigger, just let it be there. And say to yourself, whatever sensations are true to you, using the word the. Right? Not, I'm having a heart attack on this. The body is having this experience. Okay? And the reason that we do that, right, it might sound crazy to call your body the body, especially if you're identified with it instead of my body. 
But the reason we do that is because there is a very important part of healing from this. It's one of the biggest tenets in the program that I teach. And it is called the observer self or the witnessing self. And it is the non-judgmental part of yourself that knows that you are more than this body, more than this moment. So when I can say to myself, the body, the heart is pounding, the breath is short, the feet are numb, the breath is holding, I start to become the observer of these things without attachment to them. And two things happen. Number one, I start to become the one that I call she who notices instead of the she who it's happening to. It's kind of like zooming out of your life and out of your body in a healthy way where you're still awake, but you know yourself as, oh, my God. It literally puts me in touch. The reason I teach is puts us in touch with the spiritual nature of all that we are as more than a body in this life in this moment. It includes the body and all of our spiritual self or our energy self or whatever you choose to call it. And you can experience both at that time and see yourself basically the same as whatever you believe in sees you, basically through, through the eyes of God, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, we have been having some trouble with technical difficulties, but I have a caller on the line, so we're going to try and take this. So 831, if you are there, can you oh, speak hello. up? Yay! Hi. How are you? Hi, Becca. <laughs> Who am I speaking with today, if you don't mind? Well, this, this is this is Karen. I'm 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 just listening right now. Um, I don't know what to say. Oh, you don't have to say anything. I, you know what? That's totally okay. It might have just been a test to make sure that we could take callers. I didn't request them at this time because we weren't sure. We've been having some problems. Um, so you do not have to say anything at all. You are more than welcome to listen. Okay, right. for now. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll work, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So thank you, Ms. Karen, for being our test of our emergency broadcasting system. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is what we're, this is where we are and this is what we're talking about, okay? And it's, it's part of the observer self is to give you that perspective. And what it does is allow you to experience the sensations in your body without being attached to the stories of, I'm going to die, my heart, I'm having a heart attack, whatever it is. And you can start to see yourself like, quote unquote, as God sees you or angels or whatever you believe in as a higher version of things if you do how they see you and you start to, to enter a place where you have more power of responding instead of reacting and more compassion for yourself. And that is absolute massive key when healing from this. So this is why we say the is to not make it personal and, and, and there's no doing in it. It's just, if you learn to track the true sensations of what's going on, it helps to also quiet the mind and it's stories about all the ways you're dying and the bad things that are happening to you because that's usually what the mind reverts to, okay? So this is what we're talking about, emotional safety versus physical safety, 
Okay, but once your emotional safety is compromised, it it's it's hard to get back. So, what is it to be safe? What are what are some of the experiences, right, of having safety? Because a lot of us may have forgotten what that is, and it's, safety is a joke that we laugh about on Sundays over coffee because we're cynical and we know that's not real, right? At least that's who I used to be. So let's talk about this. When you're actually safe, and we see this in little children where nothing is, you know, they're still good, you feel free. You can trust. You're able to be open-hearted. Be yourself. Be authentic. It gives you freedom in all directions. The ability to be honest about your feelings. And belonging is part of what gives us that. When you are able to, like for me, I'm, when you're able to share who you are and still be loved for who you are, even if your, your expression is not, I don't know, appropriate, I don't know what you're going to say, like appropriate or wanted by other people, but they still love you, does something, it, that creates safety. If you've got somebody you can be mad with, and you guys can always repair with each other at the end of the day, like to me, that's freaking safety as hell. And that is the most beautiful thing because when you feel safe enough to get angry at somebody or not like somebody or have a different feeling from somebody and they still love you and don't make you bad or wrong or judge you for your experience, boom. And for those of you that either remember that, call that up in your body and notice where that lives. And then if you have a meditation practice, I would say include that in it and start building that muscle if you want more safety in your life. Spend time in that remembered state. If you don't remember the state, I want you to imagine what it would be like to have that right now. The ability to just say whatever you feel and have somebody over there going, I love you. I love you. Not in spite of your anger not because of your anger, but I love you because of who you are and your expression of your truth. And while I may not have the same thoughts about it and I may not agree with you, I freaking love you for expressing the hell out of who you are. Notice where that sense of, oh my God, something just expanded in my stomach. Oh my God, my heart just my jaw just relaxed. My neck just relaxed. Okay, I want you to notice in your body if that statement loosened anything up for you. And if it did, it's because something in your nervous system just recognized, oh my God, this is, this is what I, I need more of. This is what I've been trying to get to. And I want you to use that feeling in your body, again, as a place to meditate if you want to strengthen safety in your system. Meditate on that feeling, not the words I said, but the feeling and how that showed up in your body. Okay? This is freedom. Freedom is safety. Belonging is about not giving yourself up. And unfortunately for those of us that ended up in survival mode, we did have to give that up in order to survive. 
And this gives you, when you can be in that kind of safety, it gives you the trust, confidence, self-confidence, a sense of belonging, freedom of expression. Safety takes nothing away from you. It only gives, just like love. Right? So we don't gain safety by controlling everything around us. This is what we've been taught. So little um, dive into the truth of safety here. Safety isn't if I control my surroundings, then I will be safe. That's defense. That's defense. Defensive position. I have to build a wall in order to create safety. These people need to act the way I need them to in order for me to feel safe. That's control, that's fear, right? And it also puts you on a serious hustle. Any of you guys who've also experienced panic attacks, this would be the reason why. We're trying to control so much that we can't control, that isn't ours to control, that of course it's going to lead us straight to there. And it just gets worse and grows and grows and grows. I don't want that for you guys. Actual safety is something that is non-physical and starts in you. Just in the same way that you can't see your nervous system, that 95% of what runs us is in our unconscious that I consistently talk about. Safety comes from the same place. It comes from that unconscious place in you, your nervous system's response. And if you, you can retrain your nervous system to trust again, to have safety again. But it isn't about, mm, how do I put this? The focus, thank you. The focus shifts from if I'm in survival, my focus is on all the things outside of me that I can't control. I'm focused on that thing outside of me, that thing outside of me, that thing outside of me. And I'm so focused on everything outside of me, there's nothing left inside. I don't have the resources to feel safe, even if it showed the hell up, okay? Actual safety is, how do I feel right now? I drop into my gut, and my gut is like, whoo, we feel good. I feel a lot of energy rolling through my heart. My stomach is expanding. I feel warm on my back. Okay. That feels, that's safety. And I know that. And it, it becomes this relationship with my, mm, how do I say that either? My physicality's relationship to my unseen structures internally, right? I don't know how else to say this. I'm like, spirits got to give me better words for this. Oh, right. Okay, thank you. See, and they do. I love that. Every time. It's my, the, my seen self and my unseen self. Thank you. That relationship is the most important relationship in my life. And when that is going right, I am safe. I am building safety. Because nothing outside of me matters. As long as I have my relationship with my unseen internal safety, boom or my unseen internal self, I am strong because I'm listening to that. The only thing I'm going to trust is that. 
the only thing that matters to me is that, right? It doesn't mean I don't love other people. But it means if I'm put in some kind of compromised position, instead of going, oh, God, you know, I mean, you know, are they going to hurt me? Is this going to happen? But And maybe I might be assessing that on some level. But what's happening internally is, what am I feeling? I'm feeling scared. Okay, what do I want to do? Run. Okay, I'm running. It's not necessarily logical. It's just also not defensive. There's, I'm listening to my instincts that just go off at a moment's notice. But I can't do that if I'm in survival mode. Okay. And those, when I listen to that, that's what gives me confidence, sense of self, because I know my inner self. I know her. And I listen to her when she tells me things. Like, you know, stupid stuff. Like, you listen to the small little voice inside your head, right? All of us have some sort of story about we heard the little voice and we didn't listen to it, right? We all have this. This is like a universal thing. And when we didn't listen to it, we all go, damn, I knew I should have listened to that and followed it, right? But we didn't. And I'm guessing even after that, you still don't because that's how most of us are currently living on the planet right now. Okay? And if you are listening to it, yeah, you. But once you've had trauma, it becomes difficult to listen to this because you were conditioned to listen to the words of other people as more important than your own internal alert system. And you were trained, conditioned into that when you were little, before you had any sense of rationale, before you knew what any of this meant. You really didn't have a choice, right? Your choices were taken away from you in a sense. You were disarmed without knowing that's what was happening to you. And it is my job to arm you, not with walls and not with armor, but with the ability to get back and hear and trust and be in relationship with your natural instincts. And everyone's is going to be different. So it isn't about, um, you know, there's, there's my way that you've got to do it this way. Otherwise, it's not real. And this is the only way to, uh, 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 uh. I got a path to get you there, but the truth is each and every single one of you have a different system that is unique and authentic to you. And it is my job to put you in touch with your unique system, your unique way of moving through life, because that is the only thing that matters. I want you to trust yourself. You were innately born with these, with this ability until it got taken away from you in one way or another, right? And we could spend time on on that. I hear stories where it's just like, I know it's not there, and I these people are to blame for that, and blah 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 blah, which is fine. But in the land of shadow work, also a distraction. It's a distraction from you connecting to you. Doesn't mean you don't have a right to be angry. Doesn't mean you don't have a right to blame. Doesn't mean it's not part of the process, because it is. But I'm also going to point out, it's still keeping you from you. And the, the work that I do is about putting you in contact and direct relationship with the magic that is within you, with the authentic spirit that is within you, with the truth and the 
fire and the passion and the love and the open-heartedness that is within you in ways that no one can take down or destroy ever again. That is the magic of shadow work. And that is the importance of, like, that's just why I do what I do. A little light go on, just, it's like, relight that spark, relight that spark, relight that spark, and there's so much joy that comes back when I get to see that happen for you guys. So this is why I do what I do. I want you to have that self-confidence. I want you to have that sense of self, sense of belonging and freedom. I want you to have safety. And you do not have to have it in a defensive way from just survival mode. So let's talk about, we've talked about what is safety. Now let's talk about what is survival mode, right? Some of you may have ideas about it. Some of you might not. A lot of the times it just happens. It shows up, your nervous system unconsciously, right, shows up and does these things. So I'm just going to name them so you know where you're living on the scale here, okay? So characteristics of survival mode are constantly watching your sex, like watching your back. You don't trust anyone. You shut down your heart. Right? I'm not going to let anybody in. It's not safe. People aren't safe. I'm not letting anybody in. Boom. Shutting off. Shutting others out. Isolation. Lone wolf. Right? All of this stuff. I don't need anybody. Lion. We're lying to ourselves with that one. We don't want to be vulnerable again. That's different. You can feel safe and feel vulnerable without being in danger. It's without being in survival mode. It can happen. Okay? So what does survival mode give us? First of all, the ability to stay alive. Um, I'm going to applaud that over here because hell to the yes. So I'm not demonizing survival mode. All right? I am going to champion every tool you use to get yourself here if you're listening to this right now. Okay? It got you here. Yay, survival mode. Right? It isn't about one is better than the other. It's just where are you in your ability to, I want to move out of survival mode and into an undefended way of being. I'm sick of being locked down, shut off, cut off from love, okay? And some of you may not be there, and that is totally okay. Some of you are going, man, this chick is crazy thinking I can open my heart right now. You know, good. (laughs) Good for you. I totally champion and honor where you are. It also, survival mode also gives you, after the ability to stay alive, anxiety, fear, stress, hypervigilance, and protection from danger. Okay? So there are good things that it gives you, things that you can use, and there are things that maybe you don't want that it gives you too. Because it's a kind of like one of those, what's, I know there's a name for it and I never say it right, like or robe. Or rope, or roborose, I don't know. It's that snake that eats his own tail. Okay? This is one survival mode start. The protection you get from cutting off, and then the fear increases from now there's more threats. And the more threats there are, the more you have to shut down. And the more you shut down, the more protection you get. You know, it's this thing, and it just keeps going and going and going, but it keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. And this the quote-unquote safety you're feeling from this 
tells you you're doing the right thing. And for some of you, you may be. It is a part of getting out of this, so I'm not going to make it wrong, but I'm just naming it so that you know where you are on this plane of existence here. What does survival mode take from you? It takes joy, happiness, the ability to go after what you want. It strips you of self-trust, trust of others. It can uh, self-doubt, self-confidence, self-acceptance. So it does take more from you to be quote-unquote safe using survival mode than it does to be safe without when you can get there. Okay. So when you shut yourself down to protect yourself, you have to shut out love. And that's no way to live. And that is why it's important to look at this. Right? And again, everything is just a scale. There's no right or wrong. There's no you should be here by now. You should be doing it different, blah, 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 blah. You're never going to get that from me. Okay? You are where you are. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. There is nothing wrong with, with what you're doing. But if you're listening to this, part of you is going, God, I want things to be different. And if that is a sentence that's happening in your head that you're saying to yourself, then I'm simply highlighting the path of here's where you are. There are other choices. I am not going to share with you something that I have not experienced myself. Right? I'm not over here just saying it's all rainbows and unicorns, but I haven't experienced any of that. It's important that you know that this is real because a lot of people who have been in severe trauma most of their lives give up the hope that getting out of it is ever going to happen. And I was one of those people. I'm like, it's just never going to happen. And even though we've reached that point, most of us are also not willing to off ourselves anymore. So it's just like about being what I call the walking dead. I'm just going to wait till I die. I'm just going to keep this up and and keep going until it's over. Because I know better than to take my own life. Honestly, I don't, you know, I didn't want to after a certain point. But that didn't mean there was joy. It was just like, just let's get through it. Let's get just, whatever. I can take a beating, keep it coming, whatever. Right? There's an apathy, a rebellious apathy that comes with it at least for me, that tough girl, screw you, whatever, crap, like that's how I was getting through it. I don't need friends. I don't need to enjoy my job. I don't need to enjoy life through that shit. Pile on all the crap you want. I'll survive. That was how I lived. And honestly, there is a strength that 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 built within me that I now use in other ways. I now use that strength in that same place that I was just describing to you with that seen parts of myself and the unseen parts of myself. So instead of using it to shut people out, shut my heart down, and power the fuck through, I now use it to stand on 
as my foundational strength of knowing I know myself this well. That same, it's not a logical understanding. There's that same power. Like when I say all of that stuff, like I don't need you, I don't need this, friggin' bring on your worst. I'm going to sit here and take it. Right? There's my fire comes from that place. This is why I do shadow work. This is, that's where my pain lives. I want you to feel this. Right? So just like ride my energy here for a minute, right? So if that smack me, hit me, whatever the fuck you're going to do to me, do your damn worst because I'm still going to survive, okay? That power. For me, it lives in my throat, it lives in my heart, and it lives in the back of my neck and in my womb. And it is absolute fire because that's where my fuck you, I don't give a shit, dark goddess comes from. So this one, I'm darkgoddessacademy.com. That's me, right? This is why I use that phrase. This is who I am. It's the part that goes down and gets buried, but that it, it, that battery ran my life for so long. It helped sustain me, and I have learned to change the way I use that. It's now no longer about punishing these people because that's what I used to use it for in my head even though I wouldn't necessarily do anything physical it was the energy of punishment that energy of revenge that energy of like mm -hmm, whatever that is my inner rebellious passion fire and now I use it to stand on it is now become what keeps me safe not because I can tell you where to go not because I need to use it defensively. It fuels me in a way that I can stand in scary situations with an open heart or in uncomfortable situations with an open heart <clears throat> and be different. Instead of having to defend myself in some manners, I can now just go, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm not interested in being spoken to that way. And if you want a relationship with me, you're gonna to have to change the way you talk to me. Are you willing to have a conversation? Same energy. I am using it differently. And while I am doing that, some say the safety and this, I can't even explain this, but the self, there's just this energy that's like the core of who I am lights up and just expands. It's just, I can feel it in my whole body. And I feel stronger when I'm being honest about what I'm saying. Instead of having to be like, Screw you. Get away from me. I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to whatever the hell. I'm not speaking any truth in that. There's, I'm just being defensive. There is more truth in, you know what, I deserve to be spoken to way better than this. And if you're coming at me, you need to be able to communicate because I'm willing to have this conversation with you, but I am not willing to be abused by your words. Are we clear? Right? I didn't even have to raise my voice for that. And while I said that, it's just true. My whole body has a response to, boom, I hear it, like in my energy. It's like drums in the background for me, where it's just like, boom, boom, boom. All of my people show up. And there's this thing that starts in my body, this sensation that is just strength, and it grows and it grows. And when it comes out of my mouth, I am building light with that snake now eating its own thing. I am building trust with myself and that is now what's getting bigger 
and bigger and bigger in me every time I do it. And that is the safety that I want for you guys. Right? So, let me check in here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I just want you to, like, just drop into your hearts for a minute right now. If you're not driving, just put your hands on your hearts. And let all the energy from your hands just drop into that. And I want you to just notice the energy of your heart right now. Notice what might be triggered. Notice what might feel set free. Notice what parts in your body maybe feel seen or your nervous system feels seen. Or what parts are saying, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want any of this maybe resisting. All of that's okay. I'm not making any of it wrong. But I just want you to start getting comfortable noticing what's here, what's active in your system. And then just go visit these places. Any place where it's like, oh, there's safety in my shoulder, but there's anger in my heart and there's clinching in my stomach or whatever that is. You can go visit any of these parts and just observe them. Let them show you who they are. These are all parts of yourself that are asking to be witnessed, asking for permission to be loved, to be seen as they are, as they show up without judgment, without fixing them, without changing them, and without running away from them. Are you willing to stay with what's uncomfortable and allow it to show you the truth of who it is? Because if you can do that, pieces of you will come back. Pieces of you that you have been looking to reconnect with, that you have been asking for. And the time right now on this planet with what's going on, I'm sorry, this whole entire astrology right now, And human resonance, all this stuff that is completely changing on the planet, is this is where we're headed, whether people want to go there or not. So the fact that you guys are all listening to this gives you a head start. We're in a time of massive, massive shadow work right now. And if you know how to listen to yourself, if you are willing to sit with the uncomfortable and know that there is nothing bad or wrong with you, but to let these people speak and and these parts of you speak and tell you, This is what I'm afraid of. This is what I'm angry about. This is where I feel unseen. And this is where I want to be heard. And you just let them show you without any attachment to what they show you. And then love them for showing you. That is how you do soul retrieval and get these pieces of yourself back. You will be so ahead of the curve you will have a very different experience of life than anybody around you because you're pulling yourself out of fear when you do this. You're allowing the things in you that have been terrified to speak up and say what they're scared of and not make them wrong the way you were made wrong when you tried to ask for help and the people around you 
didn't know how to give it. So they maybe shamed and humiliated you or hit you or told you there was something wrong with you. And now you've learned how to do that to yourself in these ways unconsciously. So let's change the pattern. Let's break the pattern of self-doubt and turn it into passion, self-acceptance, self-confidence, self-trust, unstoppable energy. Let's bring in joy and happiness and all that stuff that may sound really scary right now because when you're in survival mode, joy sounds terrifying. Playing sounds like ridicule. Like, why would I do that to myself, right? There is, a, there is a more than one experience available to you. And it may not seem like that right now. But I've lived it. So I can't lie about it. And it's why I do it. It's so that you know it is possible. You know there is another way. But in order to do it, you've got to break some patterns here. So maybe pick one thing over these next two weeks that you could maybe work on for this and practice, right? And make it easy, right? If you cannot involve other people, that would be great because it's always hard to practice some of the stuff with people outside of you that maybe don't understand. And maybe you have people that do understand you can have these conversations with, awesome. But pick a place where you know you're stuck, where you know you got to always freeze here. I always don't speak up for myself here, and I'm always mad at myself later about, I should have said this, I should have done this, why didn't I do that? Right? We all have these places in us. Pick one that consistently comes up on the regular. And just choose to spend some time with it. Where does that live in your body? If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know some of these questions, right? When I think of that thing, where does it show up in my body? I feel like, you know, solar plexus shut down. Okay. Go be in your solar plexus and, and witness whatever it is. Allow it to show itself to you or to hide from you, whatever it wants to do. There's no forcing. We just visit and wait and observe and love. You will be amazed at the way that changes your life, you guys. All right. So, as always, that is our time that we have got together today. And if this has been helpful for you or you want more um, information like this, go check out my website at darkgoddessacademy.com. I've got some free resources on there for you guys. Um, And... Everything is there for you. So if you want, you got questions, send me an email, um, which is hello at darkgoddessacademy.com. I'm more than happy to be there. I am a resource for you. And I am happy to have these conversations. So be well. And in two weeks, I will chat with you again. All right. Bye.
the Soul begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com.